When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Happy Friday, you guys. We made it through the week. It's the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. We stream live at MyTalk1071.com. We do everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. And each and every day, we start the show with the three things we think you need to hear to be in the know today. We call it the three at 1203. Give me three. You got it. It's the three. I'll need three things at 1203. Three. That's a magic number. They're going to be talking about three things. It is. It's the magic number. What does it all mean? And here it is behind door number one. Oh, my God. Do you know when, like, get, like at the corner of gay and homosexual, there you, that is a corner you want to be on, right? Mm, I think so. On that corner last night, you had Cher ah. performing ABBA. <gasps> what? That is all Let's the happiness right there. Cher performing Fernando in Las Vegas. We're going to stick with it till the chorus. So I know I'm I don't ever want to leave it. Four. Can I? I'm gonna say something. I don't know if this is blasphemy or an unpopular opinion. I almost would prefer to hear Cher doing ABBA well, over look, ABBA doing ABBA. That's like saying, you know, like uh, you want like Judy Garland to play Santa Claus. Okay, I mean, why not? <laughs> I mean, but what? But I should say, as a gay child, <laughs> that would be like saying, let's have Judy Garland play Santa Claus, <laughs> and I'd be all for it. However, the original you can't improve upon. But you can at least have a whole different enjoyable experience listening to shared. And I would like her to cut a record of all ABBA hits. Thank you very much. Well, we will be hearing her doing some of those ABBA hits uh, as a part of 
the return of Mamma Mia. Well, Mama that's Mia why too. you heard it. So she yeah. was at CinemaCon, and this was at a panel mm-hmm. uh, at the, um, I think it was Caesar's Palace in Vegas, where she performed this fully, this was a fully choreographed number. She was all lit up, and there were dancers, and um, it was full-on ABBA. So we have something to look forward to with the Mamma Mia dose, which really, the this is the only reason you have to go see the, oh, the for sure. Mamma Mia 2, because... I mean, who really cares about the storyline? I, I just want to hear the music. This is what I. This is, but see, this is why you guys don't understand how magical ABBA is. It doesn't make any sense, but yet you love it. Of course, because it's ABBA. Like you have these people singing these songs that they didn't understand as they sung them, but yet nobody else could sing them the way they sung them. It's amazing. And then they decided, let's create a story around all this music, which has nothing to do with any of the story. Mm-hmm. But magically, you will sit down and you will enjoy it. Mm-hmm. So now, uh, I, don't, I don't pretend to understand greatness. <laughs> I'm just going to say later in the show, keep all of your favorite ABBA inside of you for for just a couple hours because we are going to have an ABBA explosion. There's some other ABBA news we haven't even gotten. I know to. we haven't even done all the good stuff. Oh. But get your now. wet naps out for the ABBA explosion. Thank you. You're gonna have to clean up after that. Exactly. Okay. We'll mop up after that. But first, we'll move on to this. Behind door number two, let's see what we've got. Ugh, you guys. Way Tom, to bring us down. Sorry, Tom Brokaw, dude. Oh, I can't with this story. Okay, so just, uh, well, here's what we're gonna hear. We are gonna hear the words of Linda Vester. She's a, a former NBC News reporter. She is going to be telling in her own words about an encounter she had in the 90s with Tom Brokaw. He leans over with his index finger and puts it on my mouth to silence me and says, this is our compact. And at that point, he took the same hand, reached behind my head, and tried to force me to kiss him. I pulled back with all the strength I could muster and stood up. And I said, Tom, I do not want to do this with you now of course tom brokaw says that he did meet with linda vester on two occasions both at her request this all went down uh 23 years ago um he says because she wanted advice with respect to her career at nbc he says again tom brokaw's words the meetings were brief cordial and appropriate despite linda's allegations i made no romantic overtures toward her at that time or any other I will also say that there is another person who has spoken to a news outlet. I think it was the New York Post, maybe. I can't remember now. Uh, under the condition of anonymity uh, and said that at one point, Tom Brokaw groped her in a hallway at work at the NBC so, the, office. The, the right thing to do is if uh, there is truth to any of these allegations, to own them, to uh, apologize for them, and to ask for forgiveness. Correct. So... If that happened, Tom Brokaw, do that. Otherwise, you face what every other dirtbag, if indeed you are a Mm dirtbag in this particular case, has done, which is there will be consequences and it's going to, you know, it's I just feel like just do the right thing. Right. Whatever that is, because I don't know. Because at the end of the day, if this is a behavior that occurred more than once, the truth will find its way well, out. I was going to say, so we're out. hearing this one story. It's really easy to be like, well, maybe she's cuckoo. It was 23 years ago. She won't remember, blah, blah, blah. She was just, you know, some crazy woman. But if indeed this happened 
And again, Tom knows whether or not that happened. You don't forget things like that. Mm-hmm. And if you do, you probably have done it many times because you're not even aware that it's a problem. Mm-hmm. And therefore, as you just pointed out, we will hear again, we will hear about it from at, others, from others. Yeah. And then we will all look at you and say, yeah, remember when that first look, could we just please do the right thing? Yeah. Yeah. And one of the reasons she said that she was speaking out was essentially on on in uh, critique of NBC and the ways that they have handled uh, this type of of uh, sexual harassment inappropriately, specifically publicly, but also within the walls of NBC, that they have not carried out internal investigations on people who have perpetrated uh, sexual harassment. In any case, we will find out more about this, no doubt, in the coming days. Uh, I would not be surprised this, if the, I don't think that this story is going to go away right away. No. More. Here's what we have for you behind door number three. Oh, look. It's oh, another geez. creepy oh, man. Oh, gosh. Can we go back to Cher singing ABBA? Uh, I'm sorry, but uh, remember you asked for a wet nap? You're going to need a wet nap to get the disgusting off yourself after you hear this particular clip. Uh, this is Bill Cosby's publicist, Ebony Benson, on Good Morning America this morning, comparing the case of Bill Cosby against Bill Cosby. Convicted three times, Bill Cosby, <clears throat> to Emmett Till. Uh, okay, let's okay. have a listen, right. please. It's like a 60, 60, some 60 women have accused Bill Cosby uh, of, of various indiscretions of sexual harassment. You're saying all these women, all 60 women are lying? May I ask a question? Since when are all people honest? And since when are all women honest? We can take a look at Emmett Till. For example, since when are all people honest? Well, and, and, and George, this became a public lynching. What they did, what Gloria Allred was able to do, she took a salt and pepper shaker. She shaked out a lot of salt and sprinkled in a little black pepper. And the South came east, and that's what we saw. Okay, I would like you, please, before I get to any of this, to explain. What just happened? She, she shaked out a lot of salt with a little bit of black pepper, and then the South moved east. I, what, I don't know. Does Can anybody you play know that again, that Holly, or is that hard? On a second, 60, 60, some 60 women have accused Bill Cosby 60. Uh, of, of various indiscretions of sexual harassment. You're saying all these women, all 60 women are lying? May I ask a question? Since when are all people honest? And since when are all women honest? We can take a look at Emmett Hill. For example, since when are all people honest? Well, and, and, and George, this became a public lynching. What they did, what Gloria Allred was able to do, she took a salt and pepper shaker. She shaked out a lot of salt and sprinkled in a little black pepper. And the South came east, and that's what we saw. Okay, we saw the South come east. Also, Emmett Till, 14 years old, uh, lynched, I, shot in the head. I don't I can't I don't even know how to respond to this. I, I mean you just can't, but this is where this is where he and his people are right now. So if you wondered if perhaps, you know, maybe the person has a realization when they get to the end of this process that despite all of their subterfuge and just evil, you know, um maybe they would just achieve a moment of realizing that society has made a you know a, a big decision against them and will has passed judgment and like it or not, that's just the reality. And maybe you'll just keep quiet for a while, even if you like, no, no. In fact, we're going to double down and then we're going to talk about salt and pepper in what? Southeast. I mean, I don't know. I think these people seriously, um, 
I almost feel worse for those people. Or I shouldn't say worse. Like, what am I trying to say? I almost think those people are worse than Bill Cosby in some way. Because they just won't. They're being paid to be evil. Yeah. Like, Bill Cosby is just straight up evil for free. Right? Yeah. And and he's paying them to be evil. Yeah, they're like, oh, I'll be evil for free. Because they know. Like, Bill Cosby may be, I don't know, maybe evil makes you not realize you're evil. I don't, I'm just saying. Suddenly, I feel evil. like you're saying the South moved east. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking no, about. I'm just saying, like he, 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 it is just a horrible thing to be evil on for somebody else's behalf, mm. like for no other reason than to make a buck. To make a lot of bucks. Yeah. Can we just can we just leave with Cher singing Abba, please? There Go to a happier place. In the air that it's night. coming. Let Cher do it. Let Cher do it. It's better. Uh, when we come back, we've got Elizabeth Reese. She's going to bring all the dirt from Hollywood with her. And now, for your listening pleasure, Cher doing Abba. Deep breaths. Breaths. Breath. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Oh, Elizabeth Reese has brought all the dirt from Hollywood, and I'm frightened because the dirt in Hollywood has been excessively dirty lately. I know, it really has been. So I'm just going to start us off with the happy baby news of Duchess Kate and Prince William naming their son Louis. I'm and so I do cute. want to um, just Louis. formally announce to everybody that it is Louis, not Louis. That is the pronunciation according to People Magazine. They have a French. whole headline, Louis or Louis, here's how to pronounce the royal baby's name. Yes, Americanized pronunciation is Louis. The French pronunciation is Louis, and the answer is the latter. The name Louis is synonymous with royalty, although not usually in the British royal family. It is more commonly associated with the now-defunct French royal family, Hmm. who had 17 kings, Hmm. 16 before the French Revolution, and one after named Louis. They do like a a good Louis. They really do. This was not the front runner. The front runner was Arthur. And as of yesterday, Albert. Um, But it wasn't a dark horse either. Louis, interestingly enough, is a middle name for both William and Prince George, as well as Queen Elizabeth's youngest son, Prince Edward. One Hmm. of the things I'm fascinated most by with the royalty is that they don't really have names. They've got like they have no names and all the names. You're right. Do you know what I'm saying? Yes. They don't like they don't go to the DMV and get a driver's license that says, well, maybe they do. I actually don't know. But they they are generally driven. Yes. Yeah, sometimes. But, you know, Will likes to drive his own car. He also likes to fly planes Mm -hmm. and tanks and all that good stuff because he's a macho man. Mm -hmm. But um. My point is that they don't have, it's not like Bob Smith. It's like, Queen Lobbity Duda, Blibbity Blobbity Blue. Well, it's very similar to show dogs. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. 
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. And it's like exactly I read wow. the story. <laughs> it is. <laughs> I read, I'm reading the biography of the grandmother of Queen Elizabeth. Oh, and, which one is that, Victoria? Uh, oh God, it's, um, come on, because they don't have names. You're reading it. Oh, okay. Uh, it's Queen, it's, um, uh, Queen Mary. Oh. Queen Mary is uh, what they called her. But again, she's got 40 names. Yeah. But the point is, Windsor, you know how Elizabeth Windsor and all that? Mm -hmm. That was all created during the war. Why? Because they were all Germans. And they were like, people don't like the fact that we're all Germans, so we need to show that we're, you know, British. Oh, fascinating. So we're all going to change your name to Windsor now. Hmm. Oh my gosh. Long story. It is a long story. It took me way too long to tell it. Sorry. I thought that was really interesting, though. Let's talk about um, Matt Lauer and what's going on there. Yeah. Shall we? Yes. Yes. So Ann Curry um, claims that she told two members of NBC management in 2012 that they had a problem with Matt Lauer and they needed to keep an eye on him and how he deals with women. Isn't that intriguing? Mm -hmm. And then look who was shoved out the door. Yeah. Ann Curry. Right. If you don't think that that has anything to do with it, I think you're just naive. Mm-hmm. Oh, agreed, a hundred percent. I mean, yes. she was she was mistreated, overtly mistreated on that show. Yes, and Curry claimed to the Washington Post that a female NBC staffer approached her in 2012 and asked for help with Matt Lauer. And Curry says she was afraid of losing her job, and I believed her. And did not name the manager she spoke to. And NBC claims it has no record of her warning. And a non-disclosure agreement has previously made Ann Curry not want to talk about what happened in NBC when her book came out and she went on CBS and she sat with Charlie mm-hmm. and yeah, Nora and yeah. Gail. And, I mean, how weird is that too? And she was asked about this. <laughs> right. Yeah, it was like she was just trying to do everything she could to say but not say that she knew yeah. that this behavior from Matt Lauer was going on and that it was inappropriate. Now, for his part, Matt Lauer has broken his five-month silence, and he made a statement saying, um, I've made no public comments on the many false stories from anonymous or biased sources that have been reported about me over these past several months. He went on and said, I fully acknowledge that I acted inappropriately as a husband, father, and principal at NBC. However, I want to make it perfectly clear that any allegations or reports or co- of coercive, aggressive, or abusive actions on my part at any time are absolutely false. This is a man who does not understand power dynamics. Mm-hmm. I also love that he doesn't see the uh, like the idiocy of the words that come out of his mouth. So, like, I was trying to protect my family by right. being silent. Mm-hmm. While I was um, embarrassing my family by having affairs. Yeah. Like, you can't have it both ways. No, you can't right. have it because both Because if ways. you're capable of not respecting your family and doing what you did, right. then why should I believe that you weren't also no. disrespecting your family mm-hmm. in five other ways? It's ridiculous to say that protecting his family unit meant not speaking about this. When he was taking his family unit all over the Thank place. You. Yeah, exactly. I see what you did there. I, I appreciate that. I only got to it because Bradley laughed and then I thought of it. Yeah, well, <laughs> great minds. So it really worked out Blew. well. 
Um, Amazon is raising the price of their Prime uh, subscription service. So when you want to do the Amazon Prime, which, of course, the reason that many of us joined it is because we were addicted to free two-day shipping. Mm-hmm. We paid $99 a year for this great privilege. It was, I think when I joined, it was like 89 80-something, yeah. Now it's going up to $119 per year. That is a 20% increase. I'm kind of thinking of quitting it. Oh, I'm so fine with it. Are I really just- am. You're going to keep you're fine with 119. I'm fine with that. I've really, I've decreased the amount of stuff that I order from Amazon ever since um, Instacart came to but town. But see, it's not just the the delivery now. I know. It's the, it's like all the shows that you get. Was it's the Marvelous their, Mrs. Maisel on yes. Amazon? Oh, I did yes. like that. Yes, and it's movies and it's it's uh, the music. Sir, I mean, I'm sorry. They've got me. I love you, Amazon. I'm an AP. I'm sorry. True story. Elizabeth Reese, I also love you. I love you too. Bye-bye. You can catch your next Bye. alert at 520. We need a player for the 30-second pop culture challenge, 651 30 seconds, five questions. Get them all right. You'll win a prize on My Talk 1071. We're going to give you 30 seconds to answer five pop culture questions on the Colleen and Bradley show. It's 1230 at My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com and on our brand new My Talk 1071 app. Make sure you have downloaded that app and registered yourself. If you open it every single day, we are giving away an Echo Spot a day for the month of April. Okay. Now, with no further ado, let's do the 30-second pop culture challenge. 30-second pop culture challenge. Who's playing today, Colleen? And what are they playing for? We've got Chris on the line in house. What's Chris playing for today? A pair of tickets to see the movie Tully. Hey, All Chris. Right. Timer will begin when I ask the first question. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. Here we go. <laughs> The band ABBA is from what country? Australia? Nope. I don't know. <laughs> pass. Do you want me to pass? Or keep yeah. passing? Pass. The Emmy Awards honor which medium? <laughs> I don't know. Pass. Who won the first season of American Idol? I don't know. Timon and Pumbaa are characters from which Disney movie? Oh, God! Can I ask... I I would like you, Chris, to do me a favor. Check Check your pulse. Yeah. And make sure you're standing upright, because uh, I'm a little concerned. Yeah, terrible. Chris, thanks for playing the 30-second pop culture challenge. Emergency. Sorry that she got zero correct. Um, was, so let's go through those. I thought maybe she just, you know, flubbed the first and got a little, you know, nervous. That happens. It. But then it. it just kept going <laughs> from just, bad to worse. Wow. All right, let's do this again. All right. The band ABBA, or ABBA, is from what country? Sweden. Yeah. Uh, the Emmy Awards honor which medium? Teresa Caputo. I, that's what I wanted to say. <laughs> the, the correct Emmy. answer. I mean, okay. Now who's drunk? Television. Television. <laughs> Who won the first season of American Idol? Kelly Clarkson. And it, as if that weren't easy enough, Timon and Pumbaa are characters from which Disney movie? The Lion King. Luke Skywalker is from which planet? Tatooine. All right. Uh, yeah, so, you know, better luck next time, Chris, honey. Maybe, uh, I don't know, go have a cup of coffee, walk around the block a Take little bit. Take a little nap. Yeah. 
All right. Thank you. Now that we're done with that, we move on to solving mysteries and we do it in the form of blind items that Holly has picked out for us in a segment we call Blinded by the Item. Blinded by the Item. Our blind items today are, well, we've got two, I think, easy blind items and then one confirmed blind item that might be a little difficult, a little more challenging. So let's build up to that one. Okay. Here's the first blind item from crazydaysandnights.net. I think that this is pretty easy. Let's uh, consider a former talk show host. A okay. former talk show host. Okay. Here's your blind item from crazydaysandnights.net. That former talk show host is back in the news today. As you may have heard, he's been planning his comeback and shopping around an idea for a new show. What you've probably not heard yet is that the guest would include not just that other more famous former talk show host and the comedian with the unreleased movie, but also two disgraced but still working octogenarian directors. Apparently, no one is unredeemable in his mind. So, Charlie Rose. And are we talking about, like, uh, what's his name? With the guy with the creepies? Uh, well, anyone um, will do. Yeah. That has the <laughs> child bride? The guy. Doug Hutchinson? The- no. <laughs> no, I almost said Andy Warhol. Woody Allen? Woody Allen. Well, he's one of the octogenarian mm. directors. Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. Fill in the blank (laughs) with whatever you can fill it in with. Yes, Charlie Rose was back in the news today, today being uh, yesterday. As you may have heard, he's been planning his comeback and shopping around idea, an idea for a new show. But what you probably have not heard yet is that the guests would include not just Matt Lauer and Louis C.K., but also Woody Allen and Roman Polanski. Oh, my God. Apparently, no one is unredeemable in his mind. Can I ask whether or not um, the the ghost of Hitler and or Kim (laughs) Jong-un will also be making an appearance? mean like what who in their right mind like let's just get all the bad well, i mean i'm sure he's scrambling to book bill cosby but, right now oh well he, when i first read now this story initially started in page six page six reported that producers approached former vanity fair editor tina brown about making a show where charlie rose interviews a bunch of these guys that show sounds so absurd that i thought surely we're all being trolled right surely this can't be real see i would say you know, maybe uh, if that's something you want to do, you could go ahead and start your own network similar to the Scientology network and nobody will watch it. Yeah, but, at but least you know what's disturbing? Here's, I'm going to be honest with you. A mm. lot of people would watch yeah, it. Yeah, you're probably right. I would watch it and I would say that I shouldn't and I couldn't and I wouldn't. But why would you not? Like, I am fascinated with serial killers. Right. No, that does not mean that I should probably. Do you, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, I absolutely see what you're saying. I, I'm the same way. I want to know what the heck ran through any of these people's minds. Yeah. And I want to hear whatever story they've made up to cover up or allow for the actions that they perpetrated in their in their professions. So is it that we're just uh, objecting we, to Charlie Rose hosting well, it? It's because on principle, it's terrible. Because again, you want to see it, but you don't want to give you don't want to give ratings to something like you see what I mean. That's what I think we're objecting if to. If it were Ann Curry interviewing these disgraced men, or if it were if it were somebody objective, yeah, 
Yes, maybe. And they're not being paid and all that kind of stuff. Then then we could probably. Yeah, I think there's something about a perpetrator. Charlie Rose. It's it's like a pedophile being like, uh, hey, guys, I Look know at how I'm a normal pedophile. This is. I'm going to talk to these other guys to do the same thing. Uh, well, it'd be more like, uh, yeah, no, you're absolutely right. It'd be like, uh, let me get these other pedophiles and uh, we'll talk about a pedophile. We'll just justify, you know, all this yeah. stuff. Yeah, that's kind of what it feels like. Yeah. All right. Moving on. Our next blind item from crazydaysandnights.net. It's another, what I think to be, an easy blind item. Let's think about an A-plus list mostly movie actor. An A-plus list mostly movie actor. Here's your blind item. This A-plus list mostly movie actor was supposed to make the rounds pitching a new television show idea, but was too wasted each time to take any of the meetings. It didn't matter, though, because the show got picked up anyway. Enablers. A plus list, mostly movie actor. Um, I I don't know why I'm thinking Johnny Depp, uh, on uh, who stars currently on a long running hit network. No, no you're, you're reading looking at the wrong, wrong one. one. Oh, sorry, I'm looking. Yeah, <laughs> you're jumping ahead. I don't have my no. pad of paper anymore. Oh, well, this is an Somebody A plus list, mostly movie actor. A plus list, mostly movie actor, yes, he, supposed to make the rounds, pitching a new television oh, show new idea. Show, right, new show. a new television but too show. Too wasted to take yeah. any. And Wait. is it a he or a she? It's a he. Okay. Oh. And okay. This person is serving as an executive producer on this show. Oh, 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 oh. Oh, no. That's a movie. I was gonna say Bradley Cooper. Um, no. Now think he was too wasted each time to take any of the meetings. A plus list, mostly movie actor. Ben Affleck. Whoa! Mm-hmm. I'll fill in the blank for you. Ben Affleck oh. was supposed to make the rounds pitching a new TV show idea, but was too wasted each time to take any of the meetings. It didn't matter, though, because the show got picked up anyways. I believe the show it has been picked up by Showtime, and it's a crime drama that takes place in where else but Boston. I'm that I I'm sad for him. I, you know, again, it's hard You're sad for us. Well, I'm well, <laughs> it's I, but called, I do get, I, the, the pilot's called city on a hill. I'm sad for him because this is if this is true. I mean, this is somebody who has had multiple um, opportunities to gain the tools to to address his issues and. You know, it's like we've ha- we've heard this story again and again and again, and it always makes me sad. Well, it just always makes me sad. Why the blind item says enablers yeah. like, hey, you obviously knew that Ben Affleck, allegedly, according to this blind item, is having some pretty serious issues. Yeah. But you're doing nothing about it. In yeah. fact, you're I mean, just enabling the behavior. Give somebody some consequences, please. And <clears throat> on we go. Now, here's the confirmed blind item that I think might be a little difficult to solve, but... We're going to give it a go anyways. We have an A-list, mostly television actor who stars on a long-running hit network comedy. An A-list, mostly television actor who stars on a long-running hit network comedy. Okay. Here's your blind item. This A-list, mostly television actor who stars on a long-running hit network comedy was noticeably missing from some recent press for the show. He doesn't care, and it's just gliding through the last season or so of the show, and knows no one's going to fire him. He just doesn't care. Is it Al Bundy? 
Mm. Oh! Yeah, I was thinking it had to be like a modern family person. His real name is Ed O'Neill. Yeah. Not Al Bundy. But in our hearts, he's Al Bundy. That's right. I'll fill in the blank. So Ed O'Neill, of course, one of the stars of Modern Family, was missing from some recent press for the show. Ed doesn't care. He's just gliding through the last season or so of the show and knows no one's going to fire him. Ed just doesn't care. I mean, like, I kind of get it because I'm getting tired of that show. I always forget that it's on. Me too. I never watched that show. I've maybe seen a episode. I liked like the first three seasons, maybe. And then I just was like, okay, I'm sort of done with like, it. Like again, think about, I just, I never like, I certainly didn't DVR network television. Um, I never was sitting on my couch to watch network television. So it's just like those shows very rarely like. I don't end up watching them. Right. So that was one. And then it, and then it's got that thing where like everybody loves it. It's amazing. It keeps winning awards. And then you kind of almost like don't want to watch it because everybody's watching it. You know what I mean? Anyway, that was a long story, but um, he should know better. <laughs> he could do better. You really should do better if you can. I enjoyed most of what just happened. <laughs> All right. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show on my talk, one Oh seven, one, one person is admitting to knowing about Bill Cosby's behaviors. Uh, and we're going to hear what she has to say after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on my talk, one Oh seven, one. Well, one of the things we talked about yesterday after learning that Bill Cosby has been convicted on three counts of sexual assault, uh, is we talked about the people who were probably covering for him or knew and never said anything. Uh, and today we are hearing from a person who is admitting to knowing about Bill Cosby's behaviors on and the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. We stream live at MyTalk1071.com. We do everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Yeah, you found this. Well, I was going to say it's not somebody you, you are going to expect to hear. So you're like, oh, who is this? Ann Curry? No. Marsha Warfield. Is that a name you remember? No, not at all. Holly? Do you even know who Marsha Warfield is? No. Oh, wow. Stumped Holly on random pop culture knowledge? Dun, dun, dun! Happy Friday. Anyway, Marsha Warfield, you would recognize her from Night Court, something we've talked about recently after the passing Mm -hmm. of Harry Winston. No, what's his name? Anderson. Thank you. Uh, Marsha Warfield was a character on Night Court, Mm -hmm. an actress, and she was, uh, you know, got her start as a comedian. She, I, for some reason, I don't know why I follow her on Twitter and she's actually a really good follow, but she posted something to Facebook about her knowledge of Bill Cosby's behavior. And it was pretty eye opening and she really struggles with it like openly in this Facebook post. And I don't want to read the whole thing to you, but I do want to read a little bit. Are you fine with yeah, that? Yeah, I would love that actually. Okay. Uh, yes, go what? ahead. I was just going to say, you know, before we read pieces of it, just to kind of give the context of how she knew him, but maybe you were going to do that in the reading. So, yep. So she knew him because they shared the same PR guy back in the day, day. Mm-hmm. Hopefully and, not the current one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, they don't because they actually parted ways. She parted ways uh, for a number of reasons, but she really admired Bill Cosby. They were represented by the same PR firm. Um, they had a number of high level clients uh, for years. They had a good relationship. Uh, through the PR firm, she met a lot of people that she was, you know, fans of starstruck by. One of those people was Bill Cosby. And her PR guy um, called her one day and was like, hey, uh, Bill Cosby wants to meet you. And she was thrilled. Um, she said it was going to be a general meeting. He just wanted to talk. She was like, uh, sure. Duh. Duh. I mean, Is yes, again. Question? 
And then as she says, and I'm going to read a little bit from her, then as my PR guy was leaving, he said to me with a twinkle in his eye, quote, just make sure you don't drink anything. As hmm. you can imagine, she says, I was confused. So he went on to explain that Kaz like to put stuff in women's drinks and the rest, you know, I was horrified. I asked many times if he was kidding because I couldn't believe he was serious, especially the no big deal, nonchalant way he was describing it. He went on to say that the Kaz did it to protect himself. Okay, mm-hmm. this is Cos- Bill Cosby's PR guy is saying to a woman who has been asked to meet with Bill Cosby, who he has just advised to not take the drink of. That he essentially drugs and rapes women to protect himself and his image because a drugged woman wouldn't remember. And even if she did, nobody would believe her. Hmm. She goes on to say, I told him that what he was describing was horrible, a terrible thing to do, and he should never tell that to anyone ever again. He reassured me that he'd been doing it for years. Everybody knew it. And again, it was no big deal. Anyway, I did take the meeting. He did offer me drinks and I did decline them. We chatted about nothing in particular and then I left. Shortly after, I parted ways with that PR firm, but not over this issue. What would I say? Somebody told me something? After all, I wasn't raped. Uh, I've said that on stage. Quote, on stage, Bill Cosby didn't rape me. I wasn't thirsty. Like, so it was just a punchline. She goes on to say, I, but, and here's what I thought was self uh revealing Mm -hmm. of her struggle with this issue but i am ashamed i'm ashamed that my desire to protect another black person from unfair persecution in a society all too often and all too happy to persecute and even kill them without consideration of innocence or guilt was misguided misplaced or misapplied and i'm scared because i know this essay will be judged and people will respond with their own opinions and truths And I'm ticked off that through no fault of my own, this little bit of gossip weighs so heavily on my heart and conscience. Why am I writing this? I don't know, but I like to think I've always tried to be honest, even when a bit of reflection shows that not to be true. But I think I'm being honest now. I'm conflicted and I'm ashamed of that. Isn't that fascinating? It is. It is totally fascinating. And also, I think, frankly, incredibly brave of her to be a voice saying, I knew that this happened and I didn't I I could have said something and chose not to for a number of reasons. And here's why I am afraid to share that, because I think in it, she says so many things that people will stand in judgment of if they aren't said. Yeah. Does that make sense? Um, Because I think too often people, in fact, yesterday reading through Twitter during the news breaking of um, of Bill the Cosby. guilty charge yeah. I was I was reading in the tech or in the tweet stream next to what I was watching and there would be people that would say you know horrible things that you were like are you serious things like oh now they decide to all come forward what what is this you know 25 years later now they all decide to talk that's how you know they're lying things like that or like just trying to get your name in no it just showed that people were really afraid of telling the truth that see whether that was right or wrong but that's just the way it is it doesn't yeah but but what i but what i appreciate about it is that she's she's in real time saying i'm ashamed i never said anything about knowing she wasn't even victimized by him but she knew about it and she's talking about why she stayed well, and she quiet. met with bill cosby knowing that she yes. should drink his drink because he was going to rape her i mean can you did. imagine she's like yeah well i'll meet bill cosby but i'm totally staying away from his cocktails cuz you know what they say 
I mean, <sighs> just imagine that. And it makes you wonder, what are the things that we just do that with in our own lives where we're like, well, everybody seems to think it's okay. So I'm just going to go about the fact that uh, this seems really weird, but yeah. Um, I'm, so I, I yeah. really did appreciate that here you had somebody who was speaking openly and truthfully and in a way that did not make them look good. Because that doesn't, I mean, in a no. way, it, I don't think anybody's going to hold anything against Marsha Warfield, right? I hope, because I hope of not. Bill Cosby. But I'm, I'm sure some idiots will. But in the grand scheme of the world, there right. are people far closer to Bill Cosby who should be held accountable long before Marsha Warfield ever gets, you know. And also, can you hold a woman who was a potential victim of Bill Cosby accountable? Anyway, mm-hmm. the fact that she was willing to own it and acknowledge it and put it out there is an example, hopefully, for some people who are, in fact, closer to Bill Cosby. Absolutely. And in fact, you know, you know, we don't have a whole lot of time to get into this. But yesterday, one of the things that we talked about off air here was specifically about his wife, Camille, who, he, yeah. you know, who you've got to wonder if this was an open secret outside of their home in, in the industry in which he worked in the circles in which they played, how much did she know? What kind of, as you said yesterday, Bradley, what kind of deal with the devil did she make? Woof. All right. You know, we will continue to follow that story. Of course, as more information comes out, but in the meantime, when we come back, Oh, we got to talk about Matt Lauer and Tom Brokaw. Whoa. I promise you we've got some lightness. Maybe we'll start it with Cher singing ABBA just to kind of get in a happier mood. Or we'll end it that way. Just stay tuned. We'll be back after this on My Talk 107.1.